Hello, welcome to my first episode of the Chatty Fox Conversations with the 20 something with me, your host, Melissa Palafox, a 20 something. Thank you if you choose if you chose to tune in to my first episode and if you are following me on Instagram and Twitter, I appreciate your support. If you're not yet, the handle is at Chatty Fox Pod. I wanted to start this podcast to create a community of 20-somethings like me who are going through adulting, like this adulting thing, and, you know, just want to get together and talk about life, to figure out what it means to be in your 20s, and to just figure out milestones that maybe haven't happened yet, or maybe that we regret or would have done differently, and just have a platform with different perspectives in general. So the way I'm going to do my podcast is talk about those topics, but start off the episode with a wine segment called Off the Vine, you know, like the grapevine. And I just want to learn more about it and practice by giving you my amateur knowledge and my recommendations on wine and pairing each topic with the wine. Because of course, I'm a 20-something who loves wine. I mean, what other 20-somethings don't like wine, right? Honestly, even if you really hate wine or aren't in your 20s anymore, you've been there, done that, or even if you're waiting to turn 20, this podcast can still be for you. I can include other drinks that aren't wine, or I can also incorporate interviews or perspectives from people who aren't in their 20s. By the way, if you are turning 20 or you're under 21, I am not condoning underage drinking, so you did not get that from me. Honestly, no matter the age, we're all just trying to live life an adult. So why don't we just get together and chat about it? So before I get into what made me get into wine and what made me want to incorporate wine into this podcast, let's actually open a bottle, guys. I have it here with me. And like I said, if you're following me on Instagram, then you already know which bottle it is. It's called Storyteller Cabernet Sauvignon. And I just felt like it was very fitting for this because, you know, that should describe me. (laughs) I'm a storyteller and that's why I started this podcast to tell, you know, my stories and just any story that anyone wants to share with me Um, and, you know, other stories of 20-something. So I thought this would be a perfect bottle to start my episode and, you know, enough chatter. Let's actually open it. Okay, here I go, guys. Sorry if you hear me fumbling. Let's see if we get the pop. Mmm, that's music to my ears. <laughs> okay, let me pour a glass and then I'll get into the story. <laughs> let me know if you guys like that ASMR type thing. Um, I just thought it'd be cool to add the cork pop and the the pouring of the wine because that's like my favorite sound. <laughs> anyway, okay. Now we're going to go off the vine and talk about this specific wine that I just chose for this episode. Like I said, it's called Storyteller. Uh, it's a Cabernet Sauvignon. And for those of you who don't know, Cabernet Sauvignon is what the grape is called. Um, there's different types of grapes or as I guess wine in the wine industry, it's called varietals. 
And to put it in an easier perspective, just think of great varietals as different types of shoes. So just like there's different types of grapes, there's different types of shoes. There's running shoes, there's ballet shoes, there's hiking shoes, there's snowshoes. And just like how there's different companies that specialize in different types of shoes, there's different countries in the world that specialize in a specific grape or grapes. So Cabernet is the type of grape that's made in this wine and it's actually my favorite type of grape in a wine and what made me want to get into wine. Um, a little backstory. Just like everyone else in college, I was so into Stella Rosa and that big huge liter bottle of barefoot wine that was always like eight bucks I think at the grocery store. And of course those give you really bad hangovers. But there I am, drinking them just to get drunk. And you know, after a while it just really caught up to me and I just I can't I can't look at them anymore. <laughs> Brings back very bad memories. I actually wanted to impress my mother-in-law at the time. And she really loves dry red wines. So whenever she would offer me some, I, you know, of course wouldn't reject it. So I would take a glass every time and it was always Cabernet because she loved Cabernet. And at first, you know, the dryness put me off because of course they're dry wine. It's nothing like a Stella Rosa. But then I really got into it, especially because I ate it with a, or I drank it. <laughs> I drank it with a lot of meat. So like steak, burgers, um, whatever. And, you know, it pairs well with that. So it just, it tasted really good. And I found myself ordering it a lot when I would go out, you know, to restaurants. And then from there, I just found myself ordering it for myself to drink at home. I would go to Bedmo and just find one that looked pretty. Honestly, I would just shop for how the bottle looked. All that to say that it's okay if you don't know anything about wine. I mean, I didn't either. It wasn't until I kept drinking, duh, <laughs> you have to keep drinking wine. And trying out different labels and even asking people at the store. I suggest going to a wine store if you really want to know more about wine and just asking the workers for their recommendation. Anyway, back to the original topic of Cabernet Sauvignon. So let's actually read the label on the back of this wine bottle because I thought it was pretty interesting. So this wine is from Sonoma County. And if you're not from California, it's in Northern California. And actually a lot of wine is grown there because it's just good, a good climate. And, you know, for example, like Napa and like Paso Robles, Santa Rosa are just examples of cities in Sonoma County that have good warm weather to grow these grapes for the wine. And you can tell that the grape was grown in a good climate if it has low acidity and high alcohol so you already know i'ma buy that type of wine <laughs> by the way the acidity is that feeling like when you first taste the wine and it's very tart the label says i think it's really cute it says sonoma wine country is brimming with fables passed down through the generations usually aided by a celebrated local wine storyteller wines encourages you to share your stories to unfold in ever more fantastic versions so what's your story wow that's that's great that's actually good like 
a good method to interact with your customers, I think, because it says tell us at winefables.com. So if you want, if you want to tell them your story, go to winefables, F-A-B-L-E-S dot com. I might just submit something. I don't know. I'll let you know. Now let's read the notes, actually. Okay, so I'm pretty sure you guys are wondering how does this taste. So this Cabernet begins with delicate aromas of earthy cedar, cedar, black cherry, and vanilla spice. Then reveals flavors of juicy plum and smooth dark chocolate. And at long last, ends on a supremely satisfying note. This one's a keeper. Well, let's see if that's true, actually. So, actually, I'm not very good at <laughs> tasting notes like that, but that's what this podcast is for. I'm going to practice. So, let's see. I think I do taste some of the chocolate. I did read somewhere, though, that it does obviously take practice, but not only does it take practice, but you need to really focus on what you're drinking for you to taste it. So, you know, for now, I do taste the chocolate for sure. If you are interested in buying this wine, I believe I bought it at BevMo or Trader Joe's, if I'm not mistaken, and it was like $14. I know it's a little on the upper side. She's a little expensive, but for my first episode, I had to do it. And it's actually really good if you like Cabernets or want something with your steak. So now on to the topic of the episode, which is just like I said about the Chatty Fox. Um, for those of you who don't know me personally, my name is Melissa Palafox. I'm 25 years old, so I'm a 20-something. And I obviously chose the name The Chatty Fox because of my last name. I feel like I was actually embarrassed of that last name for a lot of my youth. <laughs> um, kids were actually really mean in elementary. They would make fun of it for some reason. Because it was unheard of. And I remember being embarrassed. But now I really embrace it. I know it's unique. And I obviously I identify with it. I named this podcast after it. Obviously. So I'm really proud of it now. Like obviously back then I wanted a normal last name. Quote unquote normal. But I learned to embrace it. And I'm really proud of it actually. I'm also a Pisces. Tell me you're in your 20s without telling me in your 20s, right? I identify with my astrological sign. And I think I'm a stereotypical Pisces, honestly. I'm pathetic. I'm sensitive. I'm emotional. I'm also what I would characterize as an introvert for the most part. I don't like being the center of attention. However, I mean, obviously I started a podcast and I'm the host, the center host. I do want a balance and I want to become more extroverted in a way where I want to build my confidence. I want to be able to state my mind, to talk to people, be comfortable in a setting like this. And I do enjoy talking to people in general. So I hope to use this podcast to get me there as well. I also work full-time as a public relations rep and I am a part-time student at the University of California, Berkeley, Go Bears. And I do that all online, and I'm getting my master's in public health. So yeah, I guess with all that going on, plus this podcast, you can call me a triple threat or whatever. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But yeah, I'm managing all that for the time being. I really 
I had flexibility, so I saw that as a chance to do this podcast as a passion project. Honestly, hustle culture probably influenced me. I kind of don't like hustle culture. I don't know why that's a thing, but there I am being influenced by hustle culture, being a slave to society. I might make an episode about that though because I have conflicting views on that. I wanted to start this podcast or what influenced me to start was when I was unemployed back in 2019, I was unemployed for seven months. It was kind of a long time and I did fall into a a depression, I guess you can say. And I did turn to podcasts to kind of take my mind off of that. I got into true crime first. I got into Crime Junkie. Shout out to Ashley Flowers and Britt Praywatt. I love you guys. You guys got me into the podcasting world. And I really liked the whole style of it being like a radio show, but still sounding like a casual conversation. And then from there, I started getting into getting into lifestyle podcasts. So I listened to What We Said podcasts with Chelsea and JC. I recommend them. They're pretty good. Another podcast that I got into is called On Purpose with Jay Shetty by Jay Shetty. And he was actually a monk, so his viewpoints are very spiritual. He had that whole experience, you know, being a monk, not, they don't, I think they spend like a couple of months or something not talking. So he has done a lot of thinking, a lot of studying, and his podcast, like his model is to make wisdom go viral. And he'll touch on topics about life through his perspective and other people's perspectives as well. Like he has solo and interview episodes with people like Kobe Bryant, Khloe Kardashian, and even Oprah Winfrey. And I just felt like his podcast really, really helped me get out of this headspace I was in at the time when I was unemployed. He made me realize that I have the ability to control what I can control and to not focus on the things that I can't control. So, for example, at that time, I was so fixated on being unemployed, but companies hiring me is not what I can control. However, I could control the way I prepare for these interviews, for the mindset that I had when I was doing these interviews, and just staying confident knowing that with Each interview, I'm getting better at my elevator pitch. I am gaining more experience talking to people. And just overall, knowing that I was okay in the place I was in. I also saw his podcast, honestly, as validation. At this time, I really wanted validation. I'm a Pisces. I I thrive on validation. And I don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing if, like, I'm always seeking it, but I also love giving it, which is why I wanted to also start a podcast. Um, His whole thing about gaining or um, having a platform with other perspectives, other viewpoints was kind of like what I wanted to do as well. But because he's a monk, he has, you know, he's done all that. He's lived all those years. I am a 20 something, so I'm still living in it. I'm 26. And I thought it would be just, it would be a good thing to have something like that, but with perspectives of 20-somethings or just people who are living life trying to adult and talk to each other about it. So 
you know, I don't know if you're interested in being one of those viewpoints on my shows or doing an interview, hit me up. I can, I can bring you in. Overall, his podcast really inspired me and taught me that we're just all growing at a different pace. And I was just inspired to maybe start a podcast on my own. And here I am. I started it. I'm working on it. And I'm proud of what this is going to be and excited about how it's going to turn out. Thank you so much. We reached the end of my first episode. Wow. Big milestone. If you haven't yet, I know I mentioned it before. Follow the podcast Instagram and Twitter at the Chatty Fox Pod to be notified of when this episode releases. Or, I mean, you, you're already hearing it already, so it's already released. But my next episodes, and you know, if I ever look for interaction, I might post something on my story or you know, ask for some interviews. Uh, you can interact with me there. I'm gonna have new episodes every Wednesday, Wine Wednesday, and before every episode, so for this one, you would have seen it already, I'm gonna post a picture of the wine pairing for that episode, just in case if anyone is interested in maybe trying that wine, drinking it with me, I will post where I got it and how much it was, and also in every episode, The way I'm going to end it as well is I'm going to give a little sneak peek of what the wine pairing for the next episode will be. So today is January 28th, the day day I'm recording this episode. So when I record episode 2 and release episode 2, I'm hoping it will be February. It will still be February. And February is Black History Month. So of course, we have to celebrate Black-owned businesses, and I have to do that for this podcast as well. And I've tried this wine before, and I really like it, but I, the one I'm doing the next episode, specifically, I haven't tried yet. So the next wine pairing will be Black Girl Magic Riesling. Black Girl Magic Wine is founded by two sisters called the McBride Sisters. Uh, I believe their names are Andrea and Robin. I'm reading this from their website. It says, As their work began, so did their reality as two fierce female and forward-thinking leaders in an industry historically defined by tradition and gender. But like countless groundbreaking women before them, they saw every obstacle as an opportunity to chart their own path rather than follow the standard formula. So as I mentioned, I've had had this wine before or this brand. I had the rosé actually and it was really good. It's a, it's a little dry. So if you already do like dry rosés, I recommend it. It's attainable. I've seen at Target, Sam's Club, Costco, even the grocery stores. And I I mean it's pretty good. The bottle's cute too for pictures. You'll see it on my Instagram. And so I'm excited to try this Riesling. And if you like uh, white wine, or if you don't like um, very dry, heavy wines, I really think you should try this one. Um, I haven't tried it, obviously, but I've tried Riesling before. And especially off-dry Riesling, which means, off-dry means a little sweet. So not too sweet, but it is pretty good. Probably a good 
wine start for those who haven't tried dry wines but want to work their way in there a little bit it's it's a good one so i suggest you support black businesses this month i got mine at sam's club but if you don't have a sam's club or costco membership just go to target they have it there it's just two dollars more if you're willing to pay that two dollars but yeah if you want to listen to my next episode with me with the same wine go buy black girl magic riesling and just a note obviously black businesses should should always be supported and this and i'm not just doing it because it's february but i i had this brand before and i really do like it and just to celebrate black history month i do recommend them and you should definitely try them this is not sponsored by the way but if the McBride sisters want to sponsor the Chatty Fox podcast, I would not say no. <laughs> Thank you so much. We reached the end. I appreciate you if you stuck around to the end of my episode. And if you haven't yet, follow the podcast Instagram and Twitter at the Chatty Fox Pod to get notified of the next episode release. And if you want to leave a review already, because my episode was so great, you definitely can on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I will appreciate that a lot because reviews will bump up my podcast. So thank you and I'll see you next time. Bye.